With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. I am your voice. So to every parent, who dreams for their child, and every child who dreams for their future. I say these words to you tonight. I am with you, I will fight for you, and I will win for you. To all Americans tonight, in all of our cities, and in all of our towns, I make this promise. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you, and good night. I love you. Truth is, I thought it mattered. I thought that music mattered. But does it bollocks? Not compared to how people matter.
What a great song, man. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Hello, everybody. This is Rory Sodder. Thank you for listening to the Rory Sodder Show. Good evening. I hope you all are doing fantastic. I hope you all have had a great week. The, uh, the weekend is approaching. Always a, uh, a very nice relief. It's always a good feeling when you have the weekend approaching, especially after you have long weeks like I do. And most people in this country have long weeks, so it's always a, one of those amazing feelings. Um, God, I'm so glad to be back with you all. Um, I was last on air on Tuesday a few days ago. We had a great show. Um, we had a lot we talked about and addressed and, uh, you know, put forward. Uh, so it was awesome. Got a lot of good feedback uh, from fans. Got a lot of good, nice messages. People are loving the show, getting a lot of good feedback everywhere on social media, which is awesome, and I appreciate you guys so much. I say thank you every episode. I will continue to. Your support is awesome. Um, we have... Obviously, we have a huge show today. I mean, a lot's happening in the media. There's so much going on. There's so much to discuss. Um, We will have lots of people calling in today, lots of guests. We will have uh, political activist and founder of Unite America First, Will Johnson, very uh, famous guy in the political world right now, very big uh, Trump fan. Uh, He'll be calling in and joining us in the next hour or so. We'll have the moderator of Bikers for Trump, Steve Emery. He'll be calling in in the next 20 minutes to talk with us. We'll have uh, our friend Gianni Rodriguez, director, be calling in at some point. We'll be having our friend and co-host who's on the show all the time, Mike Zolo, will be calling in uh, to talk with us. He's got a lot of... Uh, new stuff going on, uh, new information for us in the political world. So we're excited to talk to him. He's got a lot of great insight, and he's always up to date. So uh, we can always count on that. Um, uh, but yeah, guys, wow, it's um, it's been uh, it's been uh, you know quite the uh, quite the week, quite quite the day, quite the day even. I mean, we have we have all this, all this different stuff coming out in the media, and, I mean, there's so many different things at once. Um, you know, President, one of the things I want to start with is something I'm very enthused about, something I'm very happy about, um, is Trump is going to name his, ne- his next top uh, economic, um, his net his ne- his next top economic advisor, the top economic advisor, it's going to be Larry Kudlow. And Larry Kudlow is one of the – is probably the greatest economist uh, in, in, the, in, in the world, in the country right now. There's, I don't think there's anybody better than Larry Kudlow. And I've been following Larry Kudlow for a long time, always been a fan of his work, always been a fan of his policies, uh, and always been a fan of – um, you know, and I've read a lot of his books, too. He's very, very brilliant. He's very sharp. He was a big Trump supporter uh, from early on, uh, you know, ever since Trump started. He was one of the actual very few uh, economists that, uh, you know, was loyal and stood by Trump since day one. Um, but, you know, this, this, um, this is exciting because uh, Larry Kudlow, 
uh, we, we know uh, has had a very sex, successful uh, career and has, has a great uh, background and resume. And this is, um, this is really uh, bringing in uh, the best of the best. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt about it. Um, I was not a fan of Gary Cohn. I am so glad Gary Cohn parted ways with the Trump organization. I don't like globalists. Gary Cohn was a fucking globalist. Uh, I am not for uh, globalism, uh, their economic agenda, the globalists. Uh, I am for nationalism. I am for America. And that's exactly what Larry Kudlow is for. Um, And what, you know, I mean, what this is going to do is it just brings another amazing and brilliant mind uh, to the table. I mean, that's that's what it does. It brings another brilliant, a brilliant mind to the table, Um, Larry Kudlow, in terms of economics and in terms of, you know, great trade deals and lucrative um, uh, deals we cut with other countries and, and we get them on board. I mean, Larry Kudlow is going to come in very good. Uh, he's going to be, he's going to, you know, give us a lot of great stuff. I can, I can assure you um, there's going to be, you know, he's going to be a very um, helpful person to the president. And we know that him and the president have been friends for a long time. Um, they go way back. Uh, so there's definitely a long history there. Um, and, and, you know, Larry Kudlow is one of those people that is a very loyal as well. So this is, this is something that, uh, you know, Trump, I think Trump has been thinking about hiring Kudlow for this position for a long time for several reasons. Uh, you know, just a, just a, uh, just loyal, a strong, you know, amount of loyalty. Um, he's, a, he's an amazing, uh, if not the best economist we have in today's society. Uh, they've been good friends for a long time. Kudlow is pretty much the financial uh, uh, expert uh, when you ask many people on Wall Street. Um, I mean, there's just – and when you ask big business people, I mean, it's just – it just made sense. The whole Gary Cohn thing uh, in that position, I knew at some point it was going to come to an end. Gary Cohn, uh, you know, it just – him and Trump – Gary Cohn and Trump did not mesh well. They did not uh, – they did not have that – that chemistry and Gary Cohn is, a, you know, part of my language, but he's a jackass, Gary Cohn. I mean, we saw reports of when Gary Cohn hung up on the president, uh, was very snarky and smug with the president at times and Trump still kept him around. So I'm very surprised Gary Cohn uh, even lasted this long. And especially at the highest level uh, as the top economic advisor. So, um, you know, and this is this is one of many things. It's cleaning house, which is it's good. You know, cleaning house is great. You know, we need. Uh, I wish past presidents cleaned house more. Donald Trump. It, it, I love what President Trump's doing with, you know, uh, bringing people in and out of there. You know, if somebody doesn't do their job or, or something's not going right. Of course they have to go. Of course they, they have to depart. We have to bring new faces in, new people, new minds, new, new strategies. 
And then you have this liberal mainstream media bullshit where all they want to do is say, oh, the Trump administration, the Trump White House is falling apart. They're, all these employees, all these schools and administration are leaving. They're leaving. Oh, it's all, it's all going to hell. How long have we been hearing that, folks? I mean, I think we've been hearing it for about a year, ever since Trump got was starting to clean house just a slightly a little bit. I think, I think as, as, as soon as Trump got rid of one of his first big names, everybody made, you know, such a, such a big deal. I mean, it's, it's such a big deal out of it. You have all these, these liberal networks that find whatever ways uh, to, to picket Trump. And, you know, they're doing that. They're doing that with the Gary Cohn thing. They're doing that with the, the Rex Tillerson thing. Uh, you know, they're trying to say, well, uh, they didn't want to work for Trump. And, uh, you know, Trump's an asshole to them. And, you know, we can't and, – and all this stuff. But before, the liberal media couldn't stand Gary Cohn and couldn't stand Rex Tillerson. But now they're no longer associated with the White House. So now they're taking – the, the, their side and trying to say that Trump is is literally um, not stable, getting rid of all these people. I, come on, you people. You guys are being ridiculous. I mean, this is all part of uh, the business strategy. You all, you need to know and you need to mesh and you need to, uh, you know, know what's going on with the people you're working with and, and, and it, it has to be a part of your agenda. It has to be a part you got to be on the same fucking page as the president, and if you're not, then you got to part ways. That's what it is. And and for anybody to say Trump's unstable or Trump's, you know, uh, doesn't have his mind right for getting rid of all these people, shut the fuck up. You don't even know what you're talking about. Trump. I mean, Trump hasn't let us down at all. Trump is the best president by far in history, no doubt about it. In one year, President Trump has done more than any president in history. Here's my thing. The media says all these negative things about Trump, and they're, they're continue, it continues to just make the media look silly. The media is, is a sham. The media is a fucking sham. I got uh, – we're going to take caller. Got a caller on the line. Hello? Is this Mike? Hey, Mike, you're on the Rory Sauter Show. What's going on, man? How are you? Welcome. Not much, man. Hey, if you want to know a perfect example of the media, remember when Rex Tillerson was hired? The media said, oh, when he was at ExxonMobil, he was connected with uh, with Putin. And they, and they yep. had all those hearings and all I the Democrats. I got matter of fact, I'm going to play it for us in a second. I have that exact clip. All right, yeah, cool. And then as soon as he gets fired by Trump, they say, oh, he fought, Trump fired him because Putin wanted him gone. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's so ridiculous. But this it is really what the media is. I mean, does. How, how, do you, how do you explain it, though? I mean, it, it, at this point, it sounds like crap that's coming out of a fictional Storytale movie. I mean, it's, it, this is not even real, man. And then the sheep that watch CNN and MSNBC, Russia, 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 Stick Russia up, you know where. Jesus Christ. Enough with Russia. I'm so tired of hearing it. And and the thing is, Rex 
Tillerson was hated. I mean, seriously, they hated Rex Tillerson. And the day Trump fires him, they fucking say, oh, my God, Trump let him go because Putin didn't like him. Well, I thought Putin was with Rex. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, yeah. And then, oh, I, I'm getting ready to play the clip. But anyways, I, I remember. Yeah, remember when the, the, you're, you're exactly right. The Democrats, I remember this. They, they, they tried this when they said when Rex Tillerson was being vetted to come into his position, they were saying, well, we know with ExxonMobil and Rex Tillerson, his ties to Russia, this is not a safe and secure choice for, uh, to come into the Trump administration. Exactly. Remember all the Democrats were trying to block him from getting nominated? Yep, exactly. And now Al Franken and and Dianne Feinstein. Yep, and now he's like the good guy to them. Because the mainstream media, the leftist media, is fucking sick. I'm sorry, excuse my language, but they they are are. sick and they are evil. I can't stand them. Yeah, they are. And and it's it's it like I it's terrifying because it's something it's like out of a movie um, the kind of control the Democrats are are wanting over the American people and voters like this is almost something that I mean it's as evil as it gets like this is some underground like terrible uh, I mean this is as worse as it gets I mean this is just Pure evil. Pure evil. Well, this, that, this is what I always say. If communism. God forbid communism. Absolutely, communist. If something ever bad happened to Trump, the media would be applauding behind closed doors. These are evil, evil people, and that's why Trump yep. calls them the fake media and never stops attacking them. Oh, it's true. It's so true. It is so, it is so true. And you know what? They're going to... They're going to keep, uh, and they keep poking, poking, poking. It's nonstop. It's like every little fucking story. It's like every little fucking thing. Yeah, remember the New York Times came out with a story that Trump drinks Coke cans a day? I don't give a fuck if he he drinks 20. He's a kick-ass president. Uh, But he has... I know. And then two scoops of ice cream. I mean, you got to be fucking kidding me. Exactly. No, it's it, 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 it's absolutely ridiculous. But I'll never forget when CNN, they they uh, with the New York Times, they went along with the with the story, and they had breaking news. New York Times reporter finds out Trump drinks 12 cans of Diet Coke a day and watches eight hours of television. First of all, that's not true. And second of all, if it was true, Trump supporters don't give a fuck. So I don't even know what you're trying to prove. Hey, we got, we got some random calling in. Let's see who this is. Some, some right. ran, like one, one, hold on, let's get this in. Hello, Hello, you're on the Rory Sauter Show. How's it going? Hey, what's going on? Who's this? Uh, I was just I was just listening, and I was just wondering, um, have you guys talked about the Aguileras at all? What? What? Oh, 
So basically, um, I don't know if you guys have heard, but um, there's been some some stuff with like Eras Aguilaros and their connection to Putin. Uh, I know you guys talk about the Russia thing being kind of false. I was just wondering if you guys have like discussed that at all on your show. Nah, I'm not familiar with that one, man. Yeah, I just cut him off. He's a fucking idiot. I just cut him off. Like, he doesn't. He doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about. That's why I just stayed <laughs> silent. Cause he... yeah, do you have any idea what he's talking about? No, dude, I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, and it was a one 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 one. It was just some random number. They just so. It was literally all the digits on the phone number were one 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 one. Uh, he's probably a fucking liberal. Yes, most most likely. The way he was, uh, the way he appeared in the uh, the ignorant and uh, fictional question he asked. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm pretty in tune with politics. Like that's all of all I do every day. I, I didn't even know what he was saying. So, right, right. I didn't either. I couldn't even. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know uh, what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I I, I was like. I was like drawn. I'm like, huh? I'm like, what? Yo, but Rory, be careful. I I put this uh, the post on my Twitter. A lot of liberals fucking hate me and follow me, so they might call and be dickheads. Oh, and Kurt, I mean, they're they're probably listening right now. I mean, this is this is yeah. Great. Well, the thing this is, is they hate me. They hate my fucking guts, but they follow me. So I don't know what the fuck they want. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what I always wonder. Like, why? You know. At least they're obsessed with you. I mean, they're they're obsessed with you. Anybody that follows you, anybody that wants to listen to you, anybody that you know, and that that's that's a form of obsession. And the thing is, like, I won't even respond to them. Like, I'll do a video and I'll put it on Twitter, and no matter what, there they are in the fucking comments. Oh, you fat fucking stupid redneck! I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Fucking debate me, dude! I will fucking destroy you. Jesus, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, uh, yeah, I... But this is I, how the uh, left acts. The left has no, they have no substantial arguments. They're, they're, they're morons, all of them. They have no, um, they have no merit. They have no... I, I mean, mean they they're like, no, it's, it's ridiculous. No matter what, if I write something right now, the same ten of them that follow me will fucking write some snotty fucking vile shit. And then I'll respond with, like, concrete facts, and they'll be like, oh, you're a fat piece of shit. I'm like, what? I know, man. It's, it's uh, you know, it, it's a sad, it, it's, it's sad the way they react, man. Um, you know, and that's just, uh, we give them, and you're not, you're not even, you're not even fat, uh, so they don't even make any sense when they say stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't get it, but, uh, you know. <laughs> When we beat when we beat them with facts and and you you, you beat them with logical thinking and, ra- and rational uh, mindset and you know you give them things that they have no I mean they, they when you when you they don't have a clue about politics I mean they're very jaded they're very one sided they're very one dimensional they have a very skewed view they're very um, it's very idiotic. It's, it's like it's like something from a different planet. Like you can't, you, you can't. Like it's almost like they're not human. Like liberals. Like they're not even fucking human. Like <laughs> they belong. They belong. 
They belong in a third world country. Because think about the losers that vote for them. You either got illegals that vote for them. You got, you know, uh, trannies who, you know, are causing a big problem in today's society. You got. uh, We want to pee in the right bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, you got you got the. You got the ignorant white people who've got their. Uh, you, you got the guys, the 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 the, the, the liberal guys, uh, their girlfriends boss them around. So you got the wimpy guys that vote liberal. Um, and you got the white every guy that, that votes liberal is a fucking, fucking wimp. Every guy that yes. votes liberal gets bo- every guy that votes liberal gets bossed around by his girlfriend. What is the biggest pussy? Is the biggest wimpiest <laughs> fucking like. Like guys with that are liberal have no fucking balls. Guy, oh, like absolutely. I'll give you, like, I mean every like I'll give you the mentality of a of, of a liberal. It's it's like a little child. Like you can't. And, and every time you win a debate with them, every time you win a debate, it's either you're a racist, uh, you're a Nazi, you're a bigot. I mean, you see, you hear all this stupid shit. And I mean, the worst are never, the the worst are the liberals that are white and they hate fucking, they hate being white. Like, I don't understand. Like, why are you so against white people? You're a white liberal. Why, why do you hate yeah. white people? That's the one that does that. I just don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here is the, um, uh, that clip I wanted to play. Um, the media changes their demeanor. I wanted to play this on, on Rex Tillerson. This is, this, and this is what the media does. The clip I'm about to play, this is what the media does on basically everybody that exits the Trump White House. Every, everybody that exits the Trump White House is automatically the media's best friend. But, but when they're in, right. in the Trump White House, when they're in the Trump administration, oh, all they, they, want, they want to pick apart everybody that works for Trump. But but, you saw, but my yeah but here's some examples. Omarosa leaves the White House. The media wants to be her best friend. Rex Tillerson leaves the White House. The media wants to be his best friend. It, it, it's this fucking cycle, and it, it's it's pathetic. And I want to I want to play the, I'm going to play this clip right now about the media changes their mentality and their voice of the uh, you know as we were talking about earlier the Rex Tillerson where they didn't want him in the first place, but now that he's leaving. They're sticking on Rex's side, and, uh, you know, they're yeah, thinking he's, Trump he's is a, a hero now. person. Yeah, so here we yeah, go. Rex, uh, Rex playing is a hero. Yep. Uh, and uh, Steve, uh, are you on the line? Steve, bi- uh, moderator for Bikers for Trump. Steve Emery is on the line. Gianni Rodriguez, are you on the line, director? Yeah, absolutely. I'm on the line. All right, guys. Up, Good guys? to have you on. All righty, I will put this uh, put this on right now. I want to play this clip, one, two. Rex Tillerson has huge problems. I was appalled when he refused to recuse himself for all matters ExxonMobil. Jackie! I mean, ExxonMobil had so many dealings with Russia. <laughs> where we're now seeing Russia has lots of different, causing lots of problems for this country, and he won't recuse himself? Oh, no, there are serious problems with Rex Tillerson. That was Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, of course, slamming Rex Tillerson upon his nomination to the top diplomatic post early last year for ties with Russia that were supposedly too cozy. Well, fast forward more than a year later, and the media sounds convinced that the president fired Tillerson 
for being too tough on Russia. ABC's chief foreign correspondent, Terry Moran, tweeting, Tillerson stood by the Brits 100% against Russia. That's why he got fired, because Trump won't. We're here to discuss Howard Kurtz, the host of Media Buzz and author of the fascinating new book, I read it on vacation, Media Madness, Donald Trump, the Press, and the War Over Truth. Thanks for being here, friend. I appreciate it. These tweets are remarkable, because I just want to quickly run through about how there's been this uh, crazy 180 on, on Tillerson. Kurt Eichenwald from the left saying, by firing Tillerson one day after he publicly stated that Russia was behind a WMD attack on British soil, we now have proof, proof Trump is colluding with Putin. I don't know if he did in the election, but he's doing it now in front of our eyes. He is Kremlin-owned. And then from the right, conservative oh Bill Crystal, God. I guess you could say Trump chose Putin over Tillerson. You know, there's another possible explanation. Trump just didn't get along with Rex Tillerson. <laughs> yeah. They didn't agree on much of anything. No, but that would be facts that would get in the way of a narrative. No, but it's funny the way when uh, Tillerson was brought in because he'd done a lot of business with Russia as Exxon, Exxon chief. You know, of course, this is a soft to Putin. He'd gotten uh, a big award from Russia yeah. I think, at dinner. But as he took a harder line as Secretary of State, now it's like, well, of course he's getting dumb. He got dumb for a lot of reasons. What's also fascinating is that journalists who don't never much like Tillerson because he openly disdained them, gave very few interviews. Yeah. They are now lapping up these administration leaks. Trump didn't like his southern drawl. Trump was at a dinner with the Chinese. He told Rex to eat the salad. Eat the salad, Rex. Because the Caesar salad had wilted <laughs> lettuce, we're told. And so the president didn't want to upset the Chinese by not eating it, but didn't want to eat it himself. I mean, we don't even eat know it, if this is true. Right, but this is a White House that is often complaining about leaks, but when it comes to going after someone who's fallen into disfavor, uh, they use the same well, technique. Well, I mentioned that I read the book on vacation, and um, Steve Bannon and others in the Trump White House, uh, they kind of went through the same spin cycle. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the book is a behind-the-scenes look at the at coverage of the president that is so overwhelmingly negative it borders on a cultural war. And on the other side, of course, you have a president constantly complaining about fake news. So, for example, Jeff Sessions went through this. We might call it the Mr. Magoo strategy, mm -hmm. where, you know, uh, the, the president either tweets or, or the White House leaks, or the president just on the record starts trashing people who work for him. Yeah. And that can be difficult. And so that has happened with Tillerson to the point where it is an interesting fact. You know, uh, when the NBC wrote that story, aired that story last fall about Tillerson allegedly, supposedly called the president a moron in private, the president said, attacked NBC, said that was fake. But now we're learning he's never quite gotten over that. So, the pre so it was real news, not fake news, number one. And doesn't the president feed this? I mean, you say in the book that there's almost a credibility crisis because the media is so one-sided against Donald Trump. Let's wrap on that. Tell me what you mean there. But also the president, by firing Tillerson on Twitter, for example, he's feeding some of these fireworks. Yeah, it is a very much of a two-sided scorched earth warfare. So, for example, um, you not only have many news organizations that have almost developed a business model of playing to an anti-Trump audience. There are some reporters, of course, and journalists who are fair. Uh, at the same time, you have the late-night comics. You have celebrities, award shows. I mean, it just seems like it's the cool thing to do to trash Donald Trump when I go inside there. But on the other side, you have the president who suffers from something that one of his aides calls defiance disorder. When they tell him not to do something, don't do it. It's political suicide. Seeing that right now. He does it anyway, and sometimes he steps on his own good news, and sometimes he creates these controversies, uh, cursing out Chuck Todd mm -hmm. last week of NBC, um, <laughs> that are fodder for the media, but at the same time take away from his agenda, I believe. Yeah, no doubt about it. Howie, it's a fascinating book, Media Madness. Pick it up right now. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, great to see you. I mean, they do, they do have a really good point. I mean, you know, Rex Tillerson, let, let's, let's face it, guys. Rex Tillerson 
was kind of a fucking jackass and said shit about Trump behind his back. Probably, probably made, did some stuff behind Trump's back that wasn't so great. I just, I didn't always trust, I didn't always trust Rex Tillerson. I always thought there yeah. was some great red flags, red flags for sure. Well, another another thing is, I mean, Donald Trump is a hundred percent against the um, disastrous Obama. Uh, Iran deal, but Rex Tillerson is for it. So that alone is right, enough reason right. for him to be fired. I mean, on top of saying sly comments on the side and everything, but a perfect example of the media praising somebody right. in administration when they leave is right. Om- Omarosa. I mean, they hated her when yep. she went with Trump. Yep. And as soon as yep. she left, she's on The View, she's on Good Morning America, and it's like they're best friends now. The media is so damn fake. I don't know how anybody buys into it. I mean, Rex Tillerson, they, they, they had a big hissy fit over Rex because of his connections with Putin during ExxonMobil when he was the CEO. And then when he gets fired, it's like, oh, the president's out of line. He's doing this because Putin doesn't like him. I mean, you can't even – I mean, it's like, a, it's like a tangled web. Like, you don't even know where the media is going. Like, it doesn't even make sense. No, it does not. And the fact that these sheep – the liberal sheep, the the low lights, the ignorant, the low IQ liberals keep believing it, and they keep believing. Raka 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 raka. Shut up. <laughs> Jesus yep. Christ. Gianni. I was just gonna say. I was just yeah. I was just gonna add. Like you have to be careful of. That's why. I've, I don't know what it is, man. I've always, whenever Trump has, like, somebody that's by his side and come up behind him and he adds somebody, I, I never – it takes me a while to accept them. I want to read them. I want to study them. I want to do background right. on them because Omarosa was a fake from the beginning, and I knew it. I saw it. And you go – when she – after – listen to this. After she, you know, got exited from the premise or whatever, she goes on her show – the what is it the big brother or something like that and she literally says oh you guys don't know what's gonna happen trump is so bad and this is mike pence is worse and stuff in the white house has been happening that's against black people and i yeah she, she was like she was and, like, and you don't know how bad it is <laughs> yeah exactly and i'm like i'm i'm like you know what i don't care if trump adds he, he's gonna add a new person i said it's gonna take me at least a week or two to look at and study this person to see what are their track record and what what do they have? Uh, I believe honestly, this is my, I'm not into conspiracy theorists a lot, but I believe that the Democrats actually send people and have spies that try to go around the White House. I honestly believe absolutely. that. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Absolutely. It could be it's like it could be a, a guard. It could be a guard. It could be as subtle as. Like a gardener going in there. Like, it could be that, like, subtle. Exactly. You guys also like got, something you guys also like, got to cut. I'm not... yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, there's, there's the concept and there's the reality that we've got an establishment-run government right now uh, saturated with the deep state. And, and you got to remember who's playing on what side. we got to look at people like Lindsey Graham. you got to look at people... You know, like our speaker, you know, Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell. And when these when these new members of the administration come in, you got to pay attention, like Rex, Rex Tillerson. 
um, you got to know he was getting groomed right coming in by the establishment. Right. And, you know, you got to yeah, be real perceptive. You got to be real perceptive of, of who's, who's going to be loyal to Trump and who's going to be loyal to the deep state. And you know what? We all saw Tillerson uh, veering off, veering off, and veering off over to the establishment. And, uh, you know, so I don't think enough people are talking about some of the, the most dangerous people in our government right now are Paul Ryan and, and Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, the number one, the number one most dangerous person of all regarding the Trump administration is cool. Jeff Sessions. He's going to leave next. I believe it. He's got to go. But, but we got, we're going to have a whole segment on Jeff Sessions. I want, I want to mention something, though, about Tillerson that really kind of um, – it makes sense uh, what I'm about to say, and, it, and, it's, and it's scary at the same time. You think of – he was the CEO of ExxonMobil. Where does Exxon do a lot of their business? The Middle East. Who has a lot of that money? Islam and a lot of these Middle Eastern countries. So you got to remember, this guy was involved. This guy was involved with terrorists. He was involved with all these crooked people that had money in the Middle East. So, I mean, there, there's definitely red flags um, with, with Tillerson's uh, presence. Well, another thing is the, the one thing – well, I was always against Tillerson as soon as he said he was for the Iran deal. I mean, that is ridiculous. But I was right. Really, I mean, and then that that him. right there was an indicator, you know. Cut, you know, that was an indicator. I mean, right there. Yeah, I mean, that's an establishment position. But the thing that really got me, and I was like, oh my god, Trump needs to fire this guy, is when Trump yeah. declared Jerusalem the capital of Israel. Rex Tillerson is like, oh, it's going to be dangerous. I don't really agree with this. Are you kidding me? The president of the United and States, that's be- and that's because he's Jerusalem in bed with Exxon, and they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know why he said that? You know why he said that? Because of the ExxonMobil thing and his ties to the Middle East. Absolutely. I mean, for a Secretary of State to go against the President of the United States on an issue as massive as moving the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem and declaring Jerusalem the capital of Israel, for him to go against the President like that, I mean, that is – that's treasonous. I mean, he should have been fired right then and there, and I'm sure Trump wanted to, but I'm sure, you know, Trump does everything, you know, you know, he strategizes everything. I, I believe he wanted to fire Tillerson long ago. You also got to yeah. look at the establishment position on these things, guys. What's the establishment's view on the Iran deal? Same thing. What's the establishment's view on the, uh, the uh, Paris Climate Accord? Same thing as Tillerson, right? This is, again, it goes back to that establishment loyalty over Trump agenda. Absolutely Same right. Thing. Yeah, uh-huh. he was for that's right. Tillerson was was against Trump pulling out of the uh, Paris Climate Accord. That's right. Same yep. that's the same position. That's the same position as the people are running all the dark money, the deep state, the establishment, the cronies. The same position. Right. You see what I'm saying? Where he veered off over with the establishment and veer right. away from and, the Trump agenda. And you know who else was against him, against Trump doing that? Gary Cohn. Same thing. Gary yeah. Cohn was like, oh, we can't pull out of the Paris deal. Wow. And Trump's like, too bad, we're pulling out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Gary Cohn's gone as well. Yeah, I, and I Gary Cohn. Oh, yeah, Gary Cohn's with the establishment. 
hey man, the deep state's real and it's powerful. And there's some absolutely there's some serious dark money going on. Did you see when Trump called Gary Cohn right to his face a globalist? That was amazing. There you go. He looked at Gary Cohn, he goes he goes, He might be a globalist. Well nah, he's definitely a globalist. And I mean I was like, Are you kidding me? We have never had a president who I mean it's really Trump is like almost by himself. He is, man. Yeah. It's scary. Scary. Yeah, here's That's the why thing. people ne- need to wake up, man. I never liked Gary Cohn. I talked about this. I talked about this earlier. I never liked Gary Cohn. I don't like the whole globalism agenda. I'm, you know, it, it's it's very secretive. It's very it's dirty. It's corrupt. Um, there's a lot of pay-for-play with globalism agendas. I hate them. I can't stand them. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I think McMaster is in the same thing. I think McMaster is going to be leaving next month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Same same thing. He's got groomed by this establishment. And you guys got to know that the deep state is aligned with the new world order. This is an NWO socialist agenda push. Everyone knows what's That's going true. on. We all know what's going on. What side are you going to be on? Are you going to be on? Are you going to be on Team Trump? Or are you going to be in with the New World Order globalist deep state? Make up your Team mind. Team Trump, baby. Yeah, that's that's why I had this conversation. I had posted a status on Facebook about this, and I had uh, a family member comment, and they were like, well, see, this is what's wrong with America. You know, everything is divided and division, and people just picking sides. Why can't we come together? I was like, you have to understand, like you said, the socialist agenda versus Yep. Uh, team Trump. It's like you have to pick a side. Like, that, okay. So for for example, I said when Abraham Lincoln wanted to free the slaves, was it just oh let's just come together? No, they fought war. They had a civil war in order to get things done. World War One, World War Two. When they had to go against Hitler, what did they do? They went to war. They didn't say hey Hitler, let's come together and you can do what you want. We can do what we want. It's either it's right <laughs> versus wrong, good versus evil. Like that's it. You got to pick a side. This is I tell people, this is a civil war, not of course not yep. with arms and you know swords and stuff, but it's a civil war. And I'm gonna tell you, if they ever get to the point where you know the whole you know going after the Second Amendment, where they're trying to take away people's guns, then it will be an actual civil war with arms. But we hope it doesn't yep. get to that. But that's what I'm saying. Hey, you know, I want you have to pick sides. Oh God, you absolutely do. There's no, you're absolutely right, Gianni. It's either you're on one side or the other. That's exactly how it is. Like there's no in between. It's the America side or the deep state side. That's it. Yep. I mean that's it. Here, here's. I want to play this clip for you guys. This is a great clip. Mark Dice. Um, it's the perfect uh, explanation of how the, the mainstream media is, and uh, this is how they would react. Uh, in any situation, the, la- the mainstream media, liberal media, about Trump. You got to hear this. It's hilarious. Breaking news President Trump has cured cancer, financing the cure with his own personal income after having made it a priority of his presidency to once and for all put an end to the disease, of which an estimated 1.7 million Americans are diagnosed with annually and which would have killed 600,000 by the end of the year. While Republicans and Fox News are celebrating this supposed victory, here at CNN, we're bringing you the truth about this politically motivated cure. 
and will reveal that President Trump has left millions of other Americans suffering from a variety of different diseases to face certain doom. We now go to CNN's angry black man, Don Lemon. Don? Thank you, Brady. While Republicans on Capitol Hill are hailing the cure for cancer as a major victory for the human race, our sources say that the only reason that President Trump funded the research was in hopes of gaining political capital for his re-election oh, in 2020 man, by white heterosexuals. Yes, we're keeping him honest tonight, and while on the surface this may appear to be a victory, the reality is that there are countless other diseases that President Trump has completely ignored during his pursuit to cure just this one. It appears his motivation for focusing on cancer is solely because it's a familiar disease that many Americans have had affect someone they know. And this just speaks to President Trump's populist approach to politics, trying to appeal to the largest number of people, no matter what. Let's bring in CNN's chief medical correspondent, Sanjay Gupta, for his reaction. Sanjay? Thank you, Anderson. While millions of Americans around the world are celebrating President Trump's cure for cancer, other Americans, like children born with real disfigurements who are seen in those St. Jude's Hospital commercials, are wondering why President Trump has abandoned them and is treating them as if they are illegal aliens from Mexico. It is suspicious that the president chose to fund cancer research over other debilitating ailments like Lou Gehrig's disease or AIDS, but our viewers won't be fooled by this pretend act of charity. Many are also wondering what took him so long. He's been in office for over a year now, and CNN has multiple sources which all confirm that the president has kept this quest on the back burner, not giving the disease the attention that it deserves, saying that he would quote, get to it whenever the hell he wanted to. Well, that's the news for now. Stay tuned for more breaking news on the Russia investigation. Our sources say that Ivanka Trump wore a red dress yesterday, and many are wondering if it's a secret code to Vladimir Putin and the Kremlin that she has embraced their communist ideology. Our panel will tackle that topic tomorrow. I'm Anderson Cooper, and remember, I get paid $20 million a year to tell you this bullcrap and pretend I know what I'm talking about. Oh, sweetie, and remember to tell everybody that Mark Dice is mostly fan-funded and that they should go to Amazon.com or click the link in the description below to buy his books or his T-shirts. Well, he does make those YouTube videos on a laptop in his kitchen and can use all the help that he can get. Thank you for watching. Subscribe now and check back every day for new reports. And Mark Dice will see you soon. Wasn't that perfect? If that wasn't so perfect, it would actually be funny. But that's scary accurate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, if Donald Trump cured cancer, the media and the Democrats would say, what about diabetes? What about heart disease? I mean, this is what we're dealing with. I mean, it's so disingenuous. These people are sick people. They they truly are. Do you guys mind if I read the eight levels of control real quick by Saul Alinsky, uh and really explain to the listeners what, what we're hap- what's happening here? Yeah, do so it. we've got a, a socialist agenda here with the New World Order. Everyone knows that. Push for global so- socialism, the deep state and the establishment in our own country, uh, somehow, somewhere along the lines, the New World Order. The eight levels of control that must be obtained before you're able to create a socialist state which is the Democratic Party's primary objective at this point. Number one, health care. Control health care and you control the people. 
Number two, poverty. Increase the poverty level as high as possible. Poor people are easier to control and will not fight back if you're providing everything for them. Number three, debt. Increase the debt to an unsustainable level. That way you are able to increase taxes, and this will produce more poverty. Number four, gun control. Remove the ability to defend themselves from the government. That way you're able to create a police state. Number five, welfare. Take control of every aspect of their lives, food, housing, income, etc. Number six, education. Take control of what people read and listen to. Take control of what children learn in school. There's your basic indoctrination. You see it everywhere. Number seven, religion. Remember the belief in, remove the belief of God uh, from schools, from government, everywhere. Number eight, class warfare, man. You see it everywhere. Divide the people into wealthy and poor, white and black, gay and straight. This will cause more discontent. It'll be easier to take, in other words, tax, the wealthy with the support of the poor. Now, those are the eight levels control out of the rules for radicals, uh, how to create a socialist state playbook by Saul Alinsky. And if you look at those eight levels of control and you look at the Obama administration, woo, we're on number four, man, gun control. All the other ones have been accomplished. I mean, it's like it's literally down. happening right now. It's crazy. Wow. It's oh so so true, so true. Hey, I want to... Now, I also want to I want to play you something. It's it's absolutely hysterically funny and ridiculous, and you can't make this shit up. Same, same ridiculous scenario with the media. The fact that they actually presented this story on CNN the other day, and their audience buys it. You got to hear this. Uh, one three. After 14 months, the House Intelligence Committee concluded their investigation and found no evidence of collusion or coordination between the Trump campaign and the Russians to try to influence the 2016 presidential election. Of course, Robert Mueller's witch hunt will continue for some time, and the Clown News Network continues their own investigation, and just when it looks like they hit a dead end, when they resorted to literally dumpster diving over in Russia trying to find some evidence, it looks like something is finally turned up. CNN has learned Russian trolls created and released this anti-Hillary Clinton video game. You heard me right. It's a video game. They actually named it. It's called Hill Tendo. Tried to make this whole thing go viral weeks before the 2016 presidential election. It is one of the strangest ways that the Russians tried to influence the U.S. presidential election. It looks like this race is too close to call. We must resort to extreme measures. It's time to unleash Hill Tendo. <laughs> Please tell us, Brooke, how did this diabolical plan work? The game has three different sections. Level one, help Hillary delete as many classified emails as before before she's caught. Uh, level two, how much money can Hillary get from the Arab states? And level three, help Hillary throw the Constitution as far as possible. <laughs> This sounds like a fun game. Why can't I find it in the App Store? Oh, that's right, because Apple and Android have probably deemed it offensive and hateful. In other news, since even the liberal media in America is sick and tired of hearing Hillary Clinton's excuses of why she lost the election now almost a year and a half ago, she decided to go and complain over in India. I should start by explaining that um, Democrats, going back to my husband and even before, but just in recent times, going back to Bill and, and, and uh, 
our candidates and then President Obama have been losing the white vote, including white women. Uh, we do not do well with white men, and we don't do well with married white women. Um, oh. And part of that is... Because when they have kids or they're planning to have a family, they realize that the Democrat policies are the family's number one enemy? And part of that is a, an identification with the Republican Party uh, and a, uh, a, a sort of ongoing pressure uh, to uh, vote the way that your husband, your boss, uh, your son, whoever... Uh, believes you should, and these poor white women were brainwashed by their husbands, sons, and bosses to vote for Donald Trump. I mean, what's next, Hillary? You're gonna tell that same old story about how James Comey costed the election after your classified emails were found on Anthony Weiner's computer, and he was obligated by law to inform the Congress. I was on the way to winning um, white women until. Former director of the FBI, Jim Comey, dropped that uh, very ill-advised letter on October the 28th, and my numbers just went down because all. And I heard a lot of anecdotal evidence about this. People have written about it. All of a sudden, you know, white women who were going to vote for me, and frankly, standing up to the men in their lives and the men in their workplaces, uh, were being told she's going to jail. You know, you don't want to vote for her. Of course not. You know, it's going to be terrible. You can't vote for that. <laughs> so it just, it stopped my momentum and it decreased my vote uh, enough because I was, I was, I was going to win. I was going to win. Honestly, I was going to win. Mine, mine. I was going to win until James Comey ruined it all for me. That isn't all she did in India, though. She also fell down some stairs again, and this time lost two shoes. Because, as any observer should be able to tell you, for some time now, her health has been failing. There's something seriously wrong with her. And I'm not talking about the liberal pathogen that she and millions of other Americans suffer from. This is something totally different. Go to MarkDice.com or click the link in the description. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, I'm glad it's over. My God. Hillary, man. Oh. Someone needs to inform Hillary it's over. I don't think she got the message. Does this woman ever take responsibility? Oh my God! I mean, never blaming blaming white women because their husbands said don't vote for Hillary. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Fantasyland. Nobody likes you, Hillary. That's why you lost. Literally, nobody likes yep. you. And I can't even imagine. I mean, what man would vote for, for, for that? What man would vote for Hillary Clinton? I mean, a, a, a pussy, a guy that has no a balls, as wimpy, as wimpy as it gets in life, a guy that gets bossed around by his wife or girlfriend, whatever he has, or whatever. But you know what I mean. Like, the, the least kind of macho type would vote for Hillary Clinton. Like it, Absolutely. And, it's liberal like the kind liberal of, men that have feminist girlfriends. Ugh, ugh, ugh. You talk about the, oh, God, yeah. Make me sick. And the feminists are gross. They're, oh, they're disgusting slobs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I say, they're man. Feminism is terrorism. But I mean, really, like it's 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 actually disturbing that this woman is going all around the country 
blaming white men and white married women for losing an election. Maybe you lost because you deleted 33,000 emails as Secretary of State, yep. and you got $25 million yep. from Saudi Arabia into the Clinton Foundation. You're a criminal yep. elite leftist. That's why you lost, and Donald Trump beat your ass. Yep. Yep. And then, what were you, did you have something to say, Gianni or Steve? I mean, I just agree with everything. It's like, that's what it is. Like, I had, okay, so when I was at uh, NYU, you know, I went to New York University. And when yeah. I tell you it was the most horrible, I mean, I could not just stand one day in class hearing the bullshit coming out of the teacher's mouth. And I always. As liberal as it gets, li- right? Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was nuts. I was like, it's crazy. And I was the only one that would uh, debate. You know anything and say anything. And yeah, I had liberal friends that you know will at least hear what I'm trying to say. But most of the liberals that were like, "Oh my God, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton," they were most likely they were pussies, basically, man. They were the ones that, like, <laughs> like, like my man, said, like my man said, like they were the ones that like will let a girl tell them what to do. They're the ones that's like, "Oh, the future is women and all this other bullshit marches that be happening." It's just I think it's entitlement, you know, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, exactly. And Tyler, man, I think Hillary Clinton, I'm like, she forgets one thing. She is a white woman married to a white man. I'm like, so, <laughs> I, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just sometimes she says stuff, and I just don't know how to respond in a full sentence to it. I mean, it's just like she, now, nothing surprises me when she says dumb shit. I, I, they're, she's a racist bitch, too. There's no doubt about it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, bro, she does not listen. I guarantee you, she does not like black people. I know that for a fact. You can look at this video on yep. YouTube. Um, this video on YouTube where they show where she was sitting right there. Like, she was, it was at a park or something. She was talking. I think it was in 2008. And uh, this black person came to her and tried to talk to her. She didn't say anything. She didn't say one thing to the black person. Not one. She, like, avoided him. And then the fucking hot sauce on chicken? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, oh, I carry hot sauce in my pocketbook. Like, oh, really? Yeah, uh-huh. like, that, you're, you're a genius, really. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, and it's, it's insane, man. Hillary Clinton does not like... And she even said, what did she say? They were super predators. She said that, and she tried to deny it on the debate stage, and she knows she said it. You know, so I'm just like, what, what, what the hell ever, man? And, and she looked up to uh, Margaret Sanger who was the founder, like I said, the founder of Planned Parenthood, whose main purpose was to exterminate black babies. She also said she looked up to Robert Byrd, which is also a part of the KKK. So I'm like, yep. how clear could it be? Not only that, but Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, and Barack Obama went to Robert Byrd's funeral. I mean, are you kidding me? If a Republican <laughs> went to a, if a Repub- if Donald Trump went to somebody's uh, funeral He'd be that you see the KKK, it would, he, would be, he would be executed. <laughs> and that's it's not so true, man. With the KKK, Robert Byrd at one point was a grand dragon. He wasn't just with yeah. them. <laughs> he, was the, he was the leader. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid grand to me. Cooper, I mean, grand just... dragon, whatever. Yo, it's, it's, it's one of those racist. things. Hello? 
What's happening? Yeah, but, what we have here is the dumbing down of the American population. Somebody's cutting out. No, I'm still you guys, here. You I'm guys got here. me? This is Steve. You guys got me still? Steve. Yeah, yeah, I got you, Steve. You're, you're good. We still got you. Okay. Um, hey, what you guys are so, seeing, right? What you guys are seeing is the dumbing down of America. Is that a policy? No, it's not a policy. It's not a policy. What are they running on? They have nothing. They it's the really same thing. Nothing. I say I like to say it's nothing but reverse racism. What they used to do, I like to say what they used to do with uh, black people back in the you know, the 1900s is what they're doing with white people now. It's nothing, but it's the same playbook. I mean, it's just, hey, hate white people. That's all the, that's all the Democrats can say, hate white people. And if you are black and you agree with any conservative, you're basically an Uncle Tom, a Sambo, uh, you know, a sellout. That's all it is. So that's what they're doing. They're doing reverse racism they also call people, in order to get back in power. You, and they say house nigga, which makes no fucking sense. Exactly. You know who reminds me of a house nigga? It's the uh, the freaking, what I like to say, the swamp creature. What's her name from the CBC? Oh, Maxine, Maxine, Maxine. Yeah, she reminds me of Mad Maxine Waters. You better not leave the... You better not leave the Democratic plantation. You better stay here, you little nigger. Who you think you are? Don't you be running out. <laughs> Ben Carson. That's, yep. that's what she, she reminds me of. One of those people that's like, you better not leave this plantation. You try to get free? Yep. What the hell do you think you're yeah, doing? Yeah, like the that's Samuel Jackson character in Django Unchained. Yeah, that's, a, that's what she reminds me of. I mean, I'm serious. Well, I mean, yes, this, is master. Whole, <laughs> this is the whole Democrat Party platform. Do you remember when Trump was running and uh, they had the um, Democratic National Convention? Remember, they had a family of illegal aliens they invited to speak, and then they had the family, a black family, who lost their son who got shot by a white cop. All they play is racial politics. I mean, they actually yep. had these people speak yep. at the, the Democrat National Convention. I mean, this yep. is insanity. That's what that here, is. Here, I mean, it, it is. It really is. And then Trump's, really, Trump's um, national convention, they had all the uh, American flags, and the DNC said, oh, my God, uh, Trump's convention looks way more patriotic. So they started out handing these – they started handing out these American flags. Well, it doesn't really work when you have a family of uh, fucking illegal aliens speaking. Right. No, it doesn't. And, and here, here's the thing. Um the thing about that is it, it's, it's one of those things where it, it's so anti-American and the, the, the politics the Democrats play, it, it's like it, it, you don't – it's like making you sick to your stomach, you know? Yeah. You guys, I do want, I do want to switch – change topics just a little bit. Um, there was a report today. Um, that there are reports Well actually real quick The White House Opposed the trading a three year um, the, the White House opposed Opposed a trading three year DACA extension For three years of border wall money 
so yeah, the Democrats were trying to budge with Trump today, and Trump, they tried to get three-year DACA extension for three years worth of border wall money, and Trump told them to take a fucking walk, take a hike. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Donald Trump it's just gonna, offered them the Democrats. Yeah, Democrats are just going to get work, dig themselves a deeper and deeper hole. Trump's not going to fucking budge. But listen, listen, this is what – did you see Trump at his rally in Pennsylvania? He said, I gave the Democrats such a good deal, such a good deal. I gave them uh, you know, 1.8 million illegal uh, citizen, pathway to citizenship, but I knew they wouldn't uh, – I knew they wouldn't accept my hardline demands, meaning the wall and end-to-chain migration. So Trump set them up. And now they come back and they're like, oh, give us three years of DACA and we'll give you three years of wall. And Trump said, take a fucking hike. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're playing games. I mean, he's a games. master negotiator. He yeah. played them. And, it's all the Demo- and all the Democrats are doing is playing games and they think they're going to play Trump. But Trump is always going to win. Trump is always going to win. You can't beat Trump. You just can't. He doesn't. Need and you know what they? You know what they say when you can't beat them? You gotta join them. Join them. That's right. Yep. But that's the problem. They never will join them. They never will join them. Well, they're they're and gonna. I why, think this is this is my strong belief. Sooner or later, they're gonna have to because I don't think he's gonna give them so much uh, leverage like he has been doing. I don't think he's gonna give them you know choices. I don't think he's going to make their lives very easy. You know, I think they'll need to um, eventually come to their senses and, and actually do something because uh, they're not going to get shit done um, unless the president has gets the final approval. No, you're right. You're right, Rory. And this is the thing. Trump plays them like a fiddle. He goes and yes. he gives them the greatest yes. deal because he knows they wouldn't – They would. He, he knew they wouldn't agree to what he wanted. So he gives them that deal. Then he sounds all soft and stuff when he talks about, you know, uh, Obamacare. You know, he brings everybody into the everybody into the table, the Democrats, the rhinos. And then at the last second, he just pulls everything away and he's like, no deal. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's what he does. Like, look what he just did with look what he just did with with uh, gun control. Remember, a lot of Trump supporters were starting to freak out. They're like, wait, what is Trump talking with Dianne Feinstein for? Because Trump is playing her. And then Trump and the White House just released their four-point plan today to make schools safer. Not one point yep. has anything to do with gun control. Not one point. Yep. No. No. Part of the deal. Part of the deal. That's oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and and it's I mean it's just more it's more and more winning it's more and more winning and and here and and you know what you're at we're, we're you're absolutely right you know and you know with what I said too I mean they're just they're gonna have to suck up to Trump because the Democrats are because they're you know Trump hold, Trump holds all I mean he holds the keys absolutely. Um, you know what I thought was funny? You know what I thought was funny? Matt Damon is moving to Australia and he blames Trump. <laughs> what a fucking, what a fucking pussy. Like, he, he's Hollywood oh actor. Oh, my God. 
dude, all those guys on the movies, like Robert De Niro and his basket case ass, he's like, they they, yeah. they, they, they act hard in the movies, but then again, it's like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. How to, I, I don't know. Robert exactly. De Niro should be deported. He should be deported, Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah, and I, like, in their life, you know, Matt Damon. He's always been kind of the kind of the wimpy kind of guy. He's always had that kind of per- persona. He's never been known. He's never been known as the macho type. I mean, the whole the whole Jason Bourne thing. I mean, he kind of, he did good in the Bourne Identity movies, but at the same time, it was yeah, kind but of nobody hard to take him seriously. Man. It was hard to take him seriously in the Bourne Identity just because you know him from like the Geek in Goodwill Hunting where he started, and just because he's not a very he doesn't come off as very macho in real life. He just, so it, it's one of those things. It, he's acting like a little bitch, crying and moving to Australia, and he blames Trump. I mean, and he, and he made that fucking, fucking headline today. He said he he wanted to make it fucking clear, and he wanted everyone to know and everybody to give him whatever sort of attention. I don't know why Matt Damon wants everybody to know his business, but he made it clear it was because of Trump. He's moving to Australia. Well, do you remember when, oh remember when Whoopi Goldberg Whoopi Goldberg said, "If Trump he, wins, he I am said, moving to Canada," and and they asked right. Trump about it. They asked Trump and about it, with and that Trump said, ass Rosie O'Donnell, she hasn't left yet. Smelly, smelly, <laughs> that big smelly slob. And and they asked Donald Trump. They said, "Mr. Trump, what do you think about Whoopi Goldberg threatening to leave to Canada if you win?" And Trump said. Oh wow, that would be a great thing for our country. <laughs> yeah, it would be a great thing. It's it's true. And here's the thing um, about these about the like the, the kind of shit Matt Damon says. Like, oh, I, my my children can't have a safe future here in in. They can't have a safe future in, in this country with Trump. I mean, this you that kind of shit. You want two hundred million dollars, you fool? I know. You know I know. Really- it's ridiculous. <laughs> What's really funny is Robert De Niro really had a pretty good legacy going there for a while. Uh, You know, five, six, seven years ago when he started kissing up to Obama, and then when Trump got elected and he came out as a total snowflake, look at his legacy now. (laughs) Exactly. Goodfellas trying to act hard. Give me a break. Uh, Robert De Niro was like, I'm going to gangster. Remember he said Robert De Niro said, he's a snowflake. I'll punch Donald no Trump place. right in the face. You're not going to punch anybody in the face. Donald Trump would beat your ass. <laughs> exactly. yeah, he, would. he would, too. Uh, De Niro's Hell no yeah. Place. And, I, I, you know, it, it's just, it, it, there's so much. There's so, do you, does anybody recall Obama? Like, you know, they never talk about some of this small stuff. Wasting taxpayers with $12 billion park maintenance deficit. Did you guys ever hear about that? $12 billion with a B. I mean, just the kind of shit he wasted money on Obama. And all I hear about these days, not to get too sidetracked, but, you know, it, Trump, all he's done is great stuff for the economy. And Democrats want to say Trump's a big threat to our economy. But, look, I mean, this, is, this thing I just mentioned is, is a pretty fucking uh, – it's a lot of money. It's a lot to be wasted what Obama did. But that's just one of a million things Obama did to waste money. I mean, it's sickening. Well, I mean, I mean, look at Obama. It was an art. This was an article out. This was an article out today. The the twelve billion dollar maintenance right. deficit he left taxpayers. Well, in well, the park, look at Obama. In just a park. In just a park. 
Obama and Michelle, Michelle and Barack, they had they wanted to go on Af- to an Africa vacation. They spent a hundred million taxpayer dollars. Michelle wanted to yep. take a separate plane. Meanwhile, Donald Trump doesn't even take his salary, and the media doesn't give him any credit. Donald Trump is literally working for free and losing money in his business. But Barack yep. Obama, remember Joe Biden? Joe Biden spent two nights in Paris, and it cost three hundred thousand taxpayer dollars. Obama, a hundred million dollars to Africa with his family. The media doesn't care. But then the media gets crazy. Nobody's talking about Lago. Let's not forget about the the trillions that were lost, that are unaccounted for still by the Pentagon under the Obama administration. Let's look at the billions that were lost, still unaccounted for, under Hillary's State Department. I mean, there are some big numbers out there of money that's still not, it's not even being talked about. Look at the money missing from the Pentagon. Trillions with a T under the Obama administration. Nobody's talking about it. What happened to that money? Where is it? Yes. But when Donald Trump went to Mar-a-Lago, it's a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's how petty the media is. It's insane. Insanity. And right when the Obamas left the the White House, don't forget about that $60 million book deal. $60 million book deal. Yep, Yep, yep. Disgusting. What were you saying, Johnny? No, I was saying, you know, it's just like I keep. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man. It's just like it. Like Steve was saying, it's all about the agenda. Like people don't. That that is the main thing we have to push is that agenda. Because if you notice the whole Harvey Weinstein situation, Hollywood, yeah. which I, you know, you know me, Rory. You know I love movies and everything like that. Yeah. But the truth yeah. of the matter is. Look at the Harvey Weinstein and his connection with the Clintons and how he was giving them money profusely, just always giving them money and how many connections that celebrities got with Democratic politicians. And that's all it is. It is a society. It is, like I said, I'm not doing conspiracy theories. It's true. You know, it is a society that uh, wants NWO and wants to have global dominance. And that's what that is. And that's what they're doing through Hollywood, and that's why Bingo. I noticed Bingo. that with a lot, yeah, and a go. lot of Hollywood. I guarantee you, the reason why a lot of Hollywood people are not speaking up, because I believe that there are some conservatives in Hollywood, and I believe that they're not speaking up because there are there are fear, there are fear of, conservatives, but yeah, majority of it's liberal. Fear, obviously. Yeah. yeah, obviously, yeah, and I'm saying like there's a lot of people that are fear for their lives. Because, like, I forgot what who it was who said that Harvey Weinstein tried to kill her when she was in a, in, a, in a car or something like that. I forgot what it was when he set it up in a way so the car could fail. Uma Thurman. And Uma Thurman. A, yeah. And, you, you, and when I watched that, I'm like, what if there are uh, Republicans and conservatives in Hollywood that really want to speak up, but they fear for their life because they know that any time that hierarchy of, you know, liberalism in Hollywood – can come and take their life at any time, or how many is like if they if they speak up for Trump, they won't get movie deals, they won't get movie opportunities, they won't get uh, invited to this party or invited to that party, or they won't win this Oscar, and and that's what I'm thinking that it's like you said, it's a part of the whole agenda and it's a part of the society 
that's coming against those people in Hollywood that might be able to speak out. Well, look at well, the, yeah, look, at the hit list. look at the hit list under Hillary Clinton. I mean, look at the Seth Rich. Look at the uh, Vince oh, Foster. Yeah. Look at look at the names. I mean, you know, it's not just in Hollywood, Johnny. It's it's in politics. There's a lot of people that, you know, they've got to be getting some type of, you know, yep. threats. They're just it, it gets a, you know, it goes without saying that these people are being threatened, and you know, careers are being lost and. You know, under Hillary, it's not a conspiracy. People are dead. I mean, come yeah. on, two shots, hey, to the back, two shots to the back of the head, to the, to the back of the head, and it's 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 dubbed a suicide. Come on, man. <laughs> I know it's it's it, but it, Hollywood, there's Hollywood, Hollywood. What they do so, is they're the biggest problem with Hollywood is they're targeting children. They're poisoning our youth. That's what they're doing. Every every show now. Is political. Every show is anti-American and anti-Trump. I mean, from from little kid shows. I mean, look at Netflix. Everything on Netflix is it's all about gay issues and anti-American stuff. Obama's mm-hmm. supposed to make a big deal with Netflix. This is what Hollywood does. They're poisoning our culture and our youth. That's why they're so important to the um, you know to the to the grand scheme of things. Yeah, kids just got kicked out of his college class. Kid just got kicked out of his college class last week for telling his uh, professor that there's only two genders. Two genders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, I want to interrupt oh. for one second. I got I got that clip and I'm gonna play that uh, later on. <clears throat> but I want to welcome somebody on the line. Uh, he's a political activist and founder of Unite America. He's also appeared on Infowars and he's appeared on many different news outlets. Um, Will Johnson, are you on with us? Yes, sir. I'm here. How are you, Will? Good to have you on, man. Such a pleasure. Um, yes. I met you at the um, the mega Trump rally this past weekend on Saturday over here in Phoenix, and you know I, I loved every you know everything you do, man. You travel, you you do a lot of the hell yeah, Will. What's stuff. up, Will Johnson? <laughs> How's it going? Hell yeah, Will Johnson. Going good. Love it. <laughs> What's up, man? So hey, I'm, I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm just sitting. I was just sitting here listening to uh, your conversation about uh, Hillary Clinton, the Hilda Beast. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know when she was uh, in Arkansas. I was living in Arkansas during that time when Bill Clinton oh, wow. was governor, and they had this policy. And for the life of me, during the time, I couldn't understand what was it all about. And it dawned on me later. But when I was there, they were running advertisement on the radio that you can buy stocks into the prison system. And I'm like, what is this? Who does that? What? Well, come to find out, yes, come to find out, she had a policy. And at the same time, she called black people super predators. And then they just started locking up black people left and right. And the main reason why they were doing it, because if you have all of these prisons, you, do, you can't make money from prisons unless you have inventory. Unless you have stock, so they started locking up a lot of black people, and then they were withdrawing blood from them, and then they were selling that blood. And it didn't matter if they had uh, uh, any kind of disease, HIV, hepatitis A, hepatitis B, whatever. They were still selling it to countries outside of America, making millions of dollars. A lot of people don't even know that. Whoa. Just go Google. Uh, I have no Hillary idea. Clinton. 
Since yes, saying, it's Google Hillary Clinton's blood saying, bank. And the information, and, uh, and you know what? What really gets me is that when you inform and you tell a lot of black people that are Democrats about what, was, what they were about to support and was about to go in the White House, not the, only to destroy black people, but to destroy white people and brown people, then they don't even, they don't even care. It's like they've been so dumbed down and brainwashed, they don't even care. And it's unbelievable. Their brains have been polluted by liberalism. That's why. Mm-hmm. Liberalism so- is a virus on the planet. Absolutely. It's a mental it disorder. Yeah, it is. It truly is. And, Will, <clears throat> Will I wanted to ask you, um, you know, you, you've been going to a lot of different um, events this week. I know you were in San Diego, if I recall, the other day uh, when Trump was going to check out the border wall and did you saw you ran into some protesters and then there was another there was another incident this week where you didn't you take down some Antifa member or something? Yeah, so actually I didn't get a And then there was one more wait, there was one more There was one more when you enter when you when you went to the Bernie rally uh and called out all his lies, Bernie, the crazy Bernie people. <laughs> yes, I wow. went to I went to actually Bernie rally, and then before that, I went to a Kevin De Leon, who was the who was the yeah. author of the uh, Sanctuary State Bill here in the state of California. That crazy yeah. nut! I I confronted him. That's all on camera. And then I went to Bernie Sanders, and when I was in the Bernie Sanders rally, <laughs> the thing that really ticked me off about the whole thing because I was there to let him have it. A police officer walked up to me and told me. That they informed him that if I speak out and if I say anything, that they're gonna have to and they have to remove me. They're gonna arrest me. I remember that. I saw the and video. I, said, I remember that. Yeah. So I said, so I basically asked him. I wish I would have got all that on camera. I basically asked him. So you're gonna arrest me for using my freedom of speech? He said, Well, it is what it is because this is a private event. I said, But this is a public event. I didn't have to pay a ticket to get in here. The doors were open. They said, public, come on in. But because it's uh-huh. liberals, liberals, see, what I've, what I've come to find out, liberals are okay as long as you comply and say what they want you to say and, and be brainwashed to that extent. But as soon as you go against the grain, as soon as you say something they don't like, you can't have your freedom of speech any longer. You're an outcast. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And with me being a black male, they can't stand it. A lot of them can't even they, exactly. even, they can't even comprehend it. And, and when I went yeah. to, when I was at the Kevin De Leon meeting and they're having this whole progressive thing, they have the nerve, the audacity to, you know, talk about Trump and this and that. And what really one one of the things that really stuck out to me is how they said that the Democrats like Diane Feinstein, they're not progressive enough. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? What in the? Yes! Wow! I repeat that. They wow. want. They, they want full-blown communism. The Democrats. Yes, they said Democrats are not progressive enough. I said, my God, where did I step what into? India? And yeah, so and when I'm in that when I'm in that little meeting thing that they had, I know I didn't even notice it until afterwards. But I'm the only black male in the room. With about sixty people, and I'm the Trump supporter. How does that work? 
Love it. How does that work? I love it. I, and I'm the Trump supporter. <laughs> what? See, it's just unbelievable. This, the liberalism is so bad in this country, and not just this country, but this world. It's so bad. People believe anything that the media tells them, and it's sickening. Absolutely. The lib- liberals yeah. want to go full-blown communism. They want to go full communism. Exactly. Oh yeah, it, it's but it's, oh, it's one of those. Oh, but I was gonna go ahead. I was I'm sorry. I was just gonna say. And as far as Antifa, we went to ASU on that that following Sunday after the Bernie Sanders Bernie Crazy Sanders rally. We went to yeah. uh, ASU, and we were sitting there putting up posters or little, little flyers uh, just watch for it. memory in, mem- in memory of yeah in memory of the people. You know that have been that have been killed by illegals, aliens that shouldn't have been here in the first place. Well, Antifa showed up, started ripping them down. We didn't want to get in a confrontation with them, but they were pushing on us. So one, their leader was just really pushing hard on Ben Brickham and R.J. Russell, who he, he was one of the organizers of it. So they were pushing right, on them. Right. So I grabbed the guy in the back of his shirt and I just pulled him off of him. See, he didn't like the fact that he just got manhandled, and I, I surely did. I did manhandle him, <laughs> and I just got him off. Typical I didn't throw any blows or anything. I just pulled him off of him. So, and then the cops came, and we had to chase. That it was so, it was so nice. <laughs> and that chase, that chase was funny, Will. <laughs> that chase Say it again. Antifa is funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was song. awesome. Yes. And Tifa is he, violent and they're anti American. They are. Oh that, Oh absolutely. I mean it's 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 ridiculous. Um and, and it's ridiculous some of their this some of their uh some of their behavior and their mannerisms and their it's just it's it's insane. Um what I was gonna ask you though, Will, um so you were over in San Diego, correct? I didn't make it to San Diego. I had to come back. I have to work. <laughs> okay. I sure wanted okay. to be there, though. Okay. Um, I, and you and I, what I wanted to ask you. You follow, like you go to a lot of these different political events. I mean, as as I do myself, you go to a lot more of them than I do. But what, what I'm wondering is, d- does the Antifa? Do you think that? These people, I mean, do you think it's a whole underground, like, organization? I mean, do you think these people are actually? Come on, guys. Um, George Soros. You know where they're getting their money. It is. It you know, George Soros. I had a, let me, let me tell you this. I had a lady on my broadcast with me one time, and her name was uh, Claire. And she used yeah. to work with, she used to work with the CIA. And yeah. she was telling me that they had they found out that the uh, Muslim Brotherhood, which funds yeah. care, and their yeah. and, and care is funding Antifa. That's why Antifa looks like. Why do, I, why do like I feel? ISIS. And I always, I always felt like the government was funding it. I always felt like the government was funding Antifa, and all these different hate George Soros, Black Lives. Yes, George Soros, Black Lives yeah, Matter, all these George different Soros, organizations. George Soros is funding, yeah, George Soros is funding Black Lives Matter, 
CARE, or CAR, or however you pronounce it, the Muslim group, they're funding Antifa. And that just goes Whoa. to show total destruction, total, total opposition. Is, I mean, exactly. they want the worst for America. It's terrible. They should well, be George, deported. All George, Soros, George Soros, these several of his organizations, he's got over 87 of them. Some of the bigger yeah. ones are, are the ones relaying the money to Black Lives Matter and, and also to yeah. the Muslim yes. Brotherhood. And, 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 you know, there's a way that this money's getting around. But the top of the, the chain there is George Soros, and that's, that's one thing we've got to be clear oh, yeah. about. Oh, yeah, always. I mean, <clears> he, I mean, he's behind, you know, all of it. I mean, there, there's no there, – I believe every single, you know, Antifa or any sort of uh, disruption – uh, you know, with attacks. I mean, George Charles, that money's coming from George Charles somehow. You know, there's Every a bunch of groups, thing. obviously. There's right. a bunch Every of groups that are tied to is behind yeah. George, George Soros is behind it. Yeah, and, it, and it, a lot of, of it's course. not being talked about because it's being funneled through his organizations and through a subordinate. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep, I agree. I agree. Virtually every bad thing that happens in America is being funded by George Soros, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's no secret. I really want want to bring up something very important, guys. So Robert Mueller comes out today, and and I know, Will, you've been following this very closely, and everybody's been following this. But Robert Mueller comes out today, subpoenas the Trump Organization for Russia-related documents. The fact that they're still on this investigation when it's it's so clear and visible that there's nothing there. Mueller keeps pushing, pushing, and pushing. There's no Russia-related documents. There's nothing to fucking hand over. There's nothing. They've already concluded. They've already... It's ridiculous. Mm. Well, this is what's going to happen, you guys. And that's what you guys just heard the last 48 hours. Now he's going to go into the Trump business. And you guys, you guys, I know you heard it. Mueller's going into the business. Jeff Sessions, where are you, man? Where are you? Exactly. Exactly. He's too busy being a pussy and recusing himself from every fucking thing. Listen, there's one of two things. He's either either completely incompetent, I mean ignorantly incompetent, or he's with the establishment. And I think it's number two, guys. And I think that there's one thing, one person – that could bring down the Trump administration. It's Jeff fucking Sessions. I don't know why Trump is waiting so long. I mean, it's obvious Trump needs to fire him. What Trump sees what we see. Trump's not dumb. I don't know why Trump's waiting so long to get rid of Sessions. For God's sake, we've got Gibby Schaff out there in Oakland aiding and abetting criminals. And what does he do? Let he me say this. He files a lawsuit? I don't want to see a lawsuit. That's not your job. Indict the bitch. Let me interject. Let me interject. I think, you know what, I I truly believe Trump is a smart man. I think we all can agree to that. I think this this (laughs) this is just my personal opinion on it. I think Trump is letting everyone believe that it's playing out like this, but he's looking at everything with the Pfizer report. What, where, and how far it went up if it went all the way up to Obama. Loretta Lynch, Rice, uh, Bowler, all of them, everybody. Comey, 
Holder, I think personally, personally, I think he just want everyone. It's a whole facade. I think he want everyone, especially the media, to believe this is what's happening right here on the surface. But this, you don't know exactly what's going on. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I could be wrong, I, but Trump no, is a smart I, man. Yeah, I agree because I remember everybody, everybody's saying wait till the IG report comes out. But you know what? When when there's criminal activity, you don't wait. Not when it not when it regards criminal activity. You you impanel a grand jury, you submit evidence, and you indict people. And there's so many people that should have been indicted up to this point. I'm done waiting. I mean, I'm done waiting. That's true. Because the, the Pfizer report, the Pfizer that fake Pfizer report, is bigger than Watergate. I think that is the biggest oh, yeah. scandal in this nation by far. It makes makes Watergate look like chopped liver. Yeah, it (laughs) makes Watergate look like a little trickle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Jeff Sessions really should have – he really needed to come down on on a Gibby Gibby staff in Oakland for uh, giving the word out to the illegal aliens when ICE was coming. That is against the law. You don't sit on something like that. You don't file a lawsuit. You indict her. You submit the evidence, exact. The, the statute, the statutes that were violated, and you indict her, period. And he didn't. Yes. And that's just one of dozens of people that need to be indicted, and he's not doing it is the point. Well, exactly. Well, and when, that, I started and to really, when I started to really dislike Jeff Sessions is when he recused himself because he, there was a picture of him with some Russian ambassadors when he was senator. What a pussy. You didn't have to recuse yourself. Once he did that, I didn't really trust him. I don't trust and, and him. Here's another, here's another thing. Why the hell am I reading why the hell am I reading a report today? Jeff Sessions may he only may fire Andrew McCabe before retirement so the guy doesn't get his pension. Andrew McCabe should have been gone long ago and Jeff Sessions, the fact that he might fire him just might. Andrew McCabe is, is a huge fucking problem. Okay, and also McCabe died under oath. There's substantiated evidence that McCabe broke the law. Once again, yeah. why isn't he indicted? Exactly. Yeah, McCabe should be out. No brainer. Same thing with Chase. The corruption's at an all time high. I mean, the corruption's at an all time high. We actually. See the swamp, and you guys, and you guys, we're all you're complaining about the swamp. <laughs> That's what we're complaining about. We all see it. Yeah. It's like, how come it's not being drained fast enough? You know what? And you know what? You and millions and myself, Americans, we're all fed up with it. We're fed up to high heaven with it. It's like about time. You know what? It's like someone needs to put their foot down. Why is Trump not putting his foot down? As far as that, I completely agree with you, and I completely understand. It's like we all want to see justice, and we want to see it now. This is my America, and I want justice now. <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. Yes, well, sir. the one thing I will say is that the only thing I could think of why Trump hasn't done something with Sessions is maybe, just maybe, my own opinion, maybe Trump you know, knows something we don't that's very substantial. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what I was alluding to earlier. I mean, that could be the only thing because Trump. I mean, look at how many times Trump goes on Twitter and he's like, "I don't know what the attorney general's doing." <laughs> he just like mocks him, and 
So he obviously <laughs> there's something going on behind the scenes. I would say, Mr. Magoo, yeah, Mr. Magoo, that was great. Oh, that was so and, and there, good. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was great. Was, he's got nicknames for everybody. I, I love President Trump. He's got the best personality. He's the great. He's the greatest. Um, low what, what I want to see. What I really am very concerned about, and I want to bring this up, and I want to get, get your input, Will, uh, as well as everybody else. There were several reports out today of voter fraud from the Pennsylvania race the other night. And, uh, you know, these aren't just, uh, you know, these are actually reliable sources. Uh, InfoWars actually reported this uh, earlier and uh, a few other outlets. So, uh, you know, it makes me, I, I don't, these elections, I don't fucking trust them one bit, man. There's so much sketchy shit goes on with those ballots and those, the, uh, the way they operate. Democrats play dirty. There's what never you think? been a 100%. Democratic election in decades that hasn't had fraudulent voting processes in the, in the procedure. I mean, it's just a given. Whether it's whether it's uh, illegal aliens stealing uh, a social security card from dead people, or whether it's just in brazen illegal aliens now voting, thanks to everybody that's you know in, in California and everywhere else. Basically, what what are they doing in Chicago? Giving out voter ID cards? This is insane. Again, Jeff Sessions, where are you? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yeah, so and you know what? Come to find out, and I'm pretty sure you guys have heard about it. That George Soros owns a company that you know does the voting ballot machine. So yes, I'm, I'm yes, still kind of confused. Yes. I'm still I'm still kind of confused on how his hand is still in that. Those they they should be completely dis you know dismantled. No, you're you're they should be removed. And I don't know why Trump, Trump has to know about it. And another thing. Here in the state of California, they just, I can't remember the position, they just appointed an illegal immigrant, a legal immigrant to a political position here in the state of California. Are you fucking yep. kidding me? What? I'm, you gotta be no, yep. I'm not kidding you. I just read the article today. He's an illegal immigrant. You're illegally, oh and they just God. appointed him to a political position here in the state of California. Can you imagine? I mean, this, I'm t- this is crazy. We wait, live wait, in a crazy uh, time. Wait, wait. Have you guys heard about today? Did you hear about today? The Kate Steinle killer, the illegal immigrant, five times deported. He is now suing the FBI for, um, I don't know, some bullshit fucking charge. But oh, no way. Just, I swear to God, look at Fox News. I, I had it on Fox man. News like an hour ago. Oh, An illegal no immigrant, way. five Good times Lord. deported. Five no way. Seven felonies oh. previously kills Kate Steinle, gets off, and now he's suing the Fed for vindictive uh, persecution. That's the charge. Wow. What is going on? Insane. They, they're literally mm-hmm. trying to, I mean, you know what? The Democrats are trying to destroy this nation. You know what? The Democrats have done more harm to the United States than any external country could ever think of. You know that they 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 they're literally destroying us. And if we don't vote Democrats out in the year 2018, this is one of the most important midterm election years in our, in my lifetime. They the will most push important. for impeachment. 
yes, they're going to push for impeachment, or if they can't get impeachment, they're going to do so much to shut him down to where he can't do anything to move the American people forward. They'll, they'll that's all he's been everything. doing. Exactly. Yeah. And it's disgusting. Yeah. And these finalists, these finalist Republicans get on my last nerve that they can't even stand up when they're supposed to. You know what? When they, when they did the shutdown and they finally stuck to their guns, the only reason why they stuck to their guns is because of Donald J. Trump. That's it. Exactly, Will. Exactly, Will. Lindsey Graham and Jeff Flake and John McCain should all go to sleep. I don't know why. Arizona, Rory, you're in Arizona. Why do you guys have Jeff Flake and fucking John McCain? Well, here's the, the thing, thing, man. Uh, I, um, let, me ask, let me answer that for you. This is Steve Emery with America for Trump, Bikers for Trump, Arizona. The same reason that we might see McSally come in. She says everything that everyone wants to hear, but nobody's, uh, nobody's doing the research like I have on her. She's an establishment right. shill. She's part of the right. deep state, just like McCain and Flake, and she's playing the same card that Flake and McCain played coming in. She's getting all the news yeah. headlines. She's, she's all over the place. It's, it's the same scenario as McCain. I want to. I want to. We, we're on a time frame. We're on a time frame, so I want to switch. I want to move on to a different topic. We have a few topics we really need to get to. Um, I want to ask though. Um, so you know, with this, with this, now that the sanctions. You know, as of as of today or yesterday, you know, Trump, the Trump administration officially put sanctions on Russia over the 2016 election interference. So the liberals, I mean, that right there should, I mean, the liberals shouldn't even talk about it anymore, but they will. I mean, there's there's of all course. these things. There's there's no evidence. Trump is now holding Russia accountable. I mean, what else do you want the fucking guy to do? Liberal. They want him they to do. admit that he colluded with Russia. That's what they're waiting yeah. for now. Now, Trump, just go I ahead know. and admit it that you worked with Russia to change the election so Hillary Clinton would lose and you helped Russia. My question is, is when Russia uh, did meddled in the election 2016, like, I, re- I really don't care because they're not going to change my vote. My question is, is if they put out and, these and, memes and they were on Facebook and Twitter – Exactly, but if they put out these memes on Facebook and Twitter, who's going to admit that they voted for Trump over a meme? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's, yeah, I mean, and seriously, it's, not it's like, like they're not even thinking about that. Not like Russia hasn't been inter- interfering in our elections for decades because they have. This is nothing new. It's nothing exactly. new at all. Nothing it's, new. Just, <laughs> it's just because of Trump. Hey, could you imagine the scenario if you saw Trump on the news uh, with, a, with a Russian Putin associate – uh, with a reset button. <laughs> with a reset button. Yeah, my God. God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Trump was Secretary of State and sold Putin twenty five percent of U.S. uranium? I mean, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's re- it's ridiculous. And he, and here here's the thing. Fucking insane the, the, is what it is. It's insanity. It, it's absolutely. It's absolutely insane, and what liberals won't drop it, and we already know that the votes were not affected in this election. The vote, the Russia did hack, but they did not hack the actual votes. So that it shouldn't even be an issue. With I'm liberals sorry, but saying, 
it's not Russia's you know fault what I that mean? Hillary Clinton decided to not go to fucking Wisconsin and Michigan. I mean, like, are you fucking yeah, kidding like, me? Yeah, obvi- like, obviously, obviously it's an issue hacking into people's security. Like, that. I mean, that's not okay. But the, the liberals are making it sound like Hillary Clinton won and Trump cheated. No. The, no actual votes were changed. And that was proven. No actual votes were changed when the um, election uh, meddling took place. Even Clapper exactly. told but you know admitted what? that no votes were changed. No votes were changed. Not a exactly. single one. Right. Exactly. Right. You know what the liberals are thinking? And we, they already know it's not possible, but they have it in the back of their mind that they, if they can somehow prove, knowing it's not true, but if they can somehow make it look like Trump actually colluded with Russia to change the, the results of the election, that he and his cabinet will have to step down in some kind of way they can bring Hillary in. But they, and they, that's why they're always excited when Trump fires somebody or someone leaves the White House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and, um, and, I mean, yeah. And, 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 and the thing about, you know, it's it's always it's always with with the Democrats and the media. It's 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 never them taking responsibility. It's always Trump is the problem. You know, for instance, you know, Pakistan is building a wall to keep terrorists out. Announced uh, this week, Pakistan is building a wall to keep terrorists out. They're not getting shit. Uh, you know, their their leader for being a racist or anything. Trump wants to do the same thing with America. Keep people out that don't Israel. fucking belong here. Build a wall. Israel has a wall. Mexico has yeah. a wall. It's, yeah. And, and the fact that the Democrats <laughs> and their voters actually think a wall is racist and the media tries to play that narrative, I'm just talking about some of the stupid shit that comes out. It's ridiculous. Well, when every, like, time, every like, time I talk to a liberal, they say, oh, no, we don't want, we don't want open borders. We just, you know, we want a little security. Bullshit. Every liberal Democrat in this country wants open borders. That is what they want. They want a massive influx of illegal aliens stampeding into this country. We are a country. We have laws. We, we, I mean, I say to liberals, what is the limit? Two million, three million? No, I mean, we're a good country. This is America. Just bring them on in. Why is their concern only illegal aliens? Deport them all. I'm sorry. Because the Democratic right. yeah, they're working. Cannot, yeah, the, the Democratic Party cannot survive without a government-dependent voting base. That's right. Period. There we go. Yeah, you know what? Right and I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. The Democratic Party, they're recognizing that there are a lot of black people that are starting to support Trump. And they see that. Yes. So they have to find some kind of way to replace those Scaring votes. them to death. Because they see. Exactly. They're trying to, they've got to find some kind of way to replace those votes because a lot of black people say, hold up, that's not even real. That's not even the case. I'll be honest with you. I used to be, I, I, you know, I'm ashamed to say it now, but I used to be a Democrat because I didn't know any better. Shame on you. And, but when my, <laughs> I know. Shame on me. Absolutely. <laughs> All of us I didn't were. know any All better. All of us were, man. You know, and, but see, and even right now today, a lot of people believe that just because you're black, that you're democratic off, off automatically, and and that's just the way it is. And but on the border, they you know they're calling the border racist, and they want to have the open borders for America. 
And the reason why they're doing America the way they are, because America, regardless of if it started out that way or if it turned that way at some point, but America is a Christian-based country. Bingo. That's what they don't like. And, it's, and it consists of majority white Christians. That's what they don't like. That's why they're always trying to say white people this and white people that. How all of a sudden now white people became all this bad? I mean, all of a sudden. I mean, because I mean, seriously, when when Bush was in office, white people weren't bad. When Obama was in office, white people weren't bad. But now, all of a sudden, Trump's president, white people were bad. And white people were bad. Our country moved there. Our country has never been more divided. And they also want to get rid of the idea and the, the, the fact that we are a republic. We're not a democracy. And they are pushing this exactly. democracy thing even in the schools right now. We've been fighting against the, the – the, we don't want to be a democracy where the government rules over us. We want our freedom back, and Trump run on that, ran on that agenda. Hey, I want to give the power back to the rightful owners, you, the people. Remember? Remember when he said exactly. that? Exactly. That's – that scares exactly. the shit out of them because that takes the power and the money and the gravy train away from the government officials. Well, look at, yeah. look at our schools now, our elementary schools, even our, our, our yeah. elementary schools, high schools, colleges. They, the left has removed God, patriotism, and every, everything that's good, and they have replaced it with an anti-God, anti-American message. Yep. I mean – we, many schools don't even say the Pledge of a fucking Allegiance anymore. Political I mean, practice bullshit. I mean, what school exactly. in school doesn't say the Pledge of Allegiance anymore? God is completely it's, removed out of every aspect it of is, every it school is, in America. It's all, it's all the PC bullshit, and we under Barack Hussein Osama, our country has <laughs> never been so divided. <laughs> Our now we have never right. care about yep. fucking transgender bathrooms. Chicks with exactly. dicks, man. You know that's, what, what, here, that's what these Democrats focus on. That's all they care about. Chicks with exactly. dicks. Let me, let me tell you this. The, exactly. Let me tell you this. Here in the state of California, the Democrats, some kind of way, have passed it that, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, starting in the eighth grade, that they're teaching children about the history yep. of homosexuality. And yeah, they're trying to, to normalize that homosexual shit. sex. And they're, they're trying to normalize to homosexual sex. Yes. Jesus Christ. They're, te- they're teaching children it's, how to have it's weird. anal sex. Oh my God, it's weird. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's you guys crazy. Know. Like, and, and when I think about it, it makes me furious. I said this the last show. I saw this clip. This this kindergarten class had a transgender rock star come into a kindergarten class with four- and five-year-olds and talk to them about gender equality and transgenderism. Are you fucking kidding me? Kindergarten? The left has destroyed our culture and our children, and they have replaced it with, with homosexuality and constant worry about transgender and LGBT issues. I mean, this is sickening. It's absurd. It, It really is. We we have about six minutes left. I want it. We'll have a few more top. I real I could talk about this subject all fucking day though, and how disgusting <laughs> the Democrat Democratic Party is for trying to normalize this on little kids and trying to get kids to, to for, force them to decide their sexual 
their sexual. It's just ridiculous. They're going like to try to normalize pedophilia next. Oh, they Absolutely. are. They are. It's they already coming. have. No, 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 no. They already have. They've added. They've added the P yep. to LGBTQTP yep. now. They've added it already. Oh what? my God! Here, they have. They have added the P. They should be ashamed okay, of them because it's just love. Justin Trudeau in Canada uh, does legalize bestiality. I'm telling you guys, it, it's it's yeah, it's bad. It's you're sick. right, you're right, Steve. You got you guys. What I really want to get to, we got five minutes left. I want to get to two more topics that are very important. Real quick, I think it's a great thing what Trump uh, has presented uh, in this deal, where uh, a part of the opioid uh, crisis fighting plan would include death penalty for drug dealers. Because you look at how many deaths a drug dealers can cause uh, to the people they're selling to. It could be hundreds of people that could be, could die for somebody selling them some shit. I mean, I I well, agree with Trump. Some hardcore drug dealers Rory, should get the fucking death penalty. Rory, I am a yeah. recovering heroin addict, so let me tell you, Trump is dead right. Look, no one makes us do heroin. I'm five years clean now, okay? But let me tell you. Right. Hell yeah, brother. I'm seven years these, clean. Right on, brother. But these drug dealers, man, some of them are evil. They don't give a shit, man. They are cutting this shit with fucking rat poison, bad chemicals, right. and they're killing people. Right. They do no. not care. Right. Trust me, I used to use, man. Yep. So I want to give Will and uh, Here, let me say this. Let me, Will, let me say this real quick. In in San Francisco. They are putting in a heroin shop so people can come shoot heroin in a safe place. Did you, you hear that? Oh my Insane. god! This is what normalizing. I mean, heroin. this rabbit hole is going deeper and deeper. Just like homosexuality, yes. they're normalizing it. Yes, exactly. Yes, they're saying it's okay. You can come here and shoot up. It's okay. <laughs> it, it, it's the drug dealers outside. It's something that you don't even think you don't even think it exists on this earth. Like it's so ridiculous. It's something out of a fictional movie. (laughs) Shit, it really is. Um, but you know, guys, I really want to get to. But that that right there, I agree with Trump on. Uh, You know, Gianni, you want to say something real quick on that? Uh, yeah, I disagree that that I, I agree that that that's what that's what needs to happen. I mean, we have to yeah. do something yeah. now because that's where most of the drugs are coming through. Also, the drugs are coming through right. the border and the illegal immigrants also, if you look at it. Right. Oh, that's exactly. exactly. The, la- the, last, the last thing I want to talk about before we go, we got two minutes left. I want to talk about the walkout real quick yesterday. A bunch of these entitled, ignorant, ah. little, little brass <laughs> shitheads causing litter, punk. causing dirt and mess <laughs> in the streets. Just nothing constructive being total dimwit, like they, they don't have any sort of clear message. They think they're helping their cause. All they're doing is they're hurting themselves. They didn't walk out, like Roy, fools. You know that. They didn't walk out. They were drugged it's, out by their teachers. We all know it. Exactly. exactly. It's, 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 it's right out of, That's what it is. It's right, it's right out of the Hitler playbook. Yep. Right out of it. But yep. here's the thing, though. And I yep. was it wasn't Joseph entirely Stoller. teachers because certain teachers were against it. So there were these kids going against teachers' authority as well. Well, here's the bottom exactly. line. When, I don't did, need a when bunch... did students start making policies? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I don't need a bunch exactly. of high school. I don't, I don't need a bunch of snot-nosed liberals spewing out their parents' liberalism 
to tell me what kind of weapon I need to defend myself. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, Will, we got exactly. one minute. Will, you when did kids, Will, you were saying something. Go ahead. I was going to say, when did kids yeah. decide on what policies we should follow? <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. Like Ronald Fucking Reagan insane. said, the kids Fucking should not insane. have any advice or anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's true indoctrination right there, you guys. You guys know that, right? That is indoctrination. Absolutely. Right indoctrination. Absolutely. Right. Hitler's, play- Hitler's playbook. Hitler's playbook. Stalin, you Lenin, guys, I want- Noriega, Hitler, they all use kids. Yep. 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 You guys, I want to thank you all for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. We got 40 seconds left. I will uh, be back on in a few days, and uh, I hope to have you all back on. Uh, I love talking to you all. Uh, this has been great. Thank you all for coming on. God bless. Thank you, Lord. Thank all you, right. Lord. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having Great job, guys. See you later, Steve. So, God bless. Um, thank you, Will Johnson, for coming on. Thanks, Steve Emery. Thank you, Gianni Rodriguez. Thanks, Mike Zolo. Thank you to everybody that listened to the show. We appreciate you all. Uh, God bless you. Have a great night. Visit thedonaldjtrumpstore.com. Goodbye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.